Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. In this gospel passage is one of the memorable scripture lines. You know, like the other ones? Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. Or to the thief on the cross, today you will be with me in paradise. Well, this one in this gospel today is probably the greatest affirmation of belief in all the scriptures. When Thomas finally sees Jesus, he announces, my Lord and my God. You know, a lot of times in the gospel, I think he says the things we're thinking. When Lazarus, his, Jesus' friend, was dying, and, the, and Mary and Martha sent word, Lord, please come. And Jesus uh, decides to go back there. It, it's Thomas who says, okay, I guess we'll all go back there and get killed. Because he, he knew that everybody was starting to turn against Jesus. He says what we think. And so here he says the same thing. He saw him die. Crucifixion was horrible. And I think Thomas, I mean, I think I, you, you read it, it's like in between the lines. It's under the surface. He's hurt. He feels hurt. He followed Jesus. He gave three years. He believed that he would rise up and help Israel throw these Romans out. And Israel would become a great nation in the world, as was promised in the scriptures. And then he dies on a cross. So I think there's hurt there. We can relate to that in our lives. Something really bad happens to us. Lord, where are you? Why did you abandon me? Why are you not here? Why did you not fix this? And there could be a temptation. I'm not doing it again. I may still believe in God, but I'm not going to trust God anymore. That temptation can come in there. I think a lot of us in the church can probably relate to some moment in life where that's true. Well, we see Thomas, I think that's where he is. And then he sees the Lord. It must have been kind of devastating, though. You know, he, what he said last week, I'm not believing until I see him. And there he is. And then Jesus says to him, okay, Thomas, put your finger right here. Can you imagine how you'd feel? You'd feel so embarrassed. So we see in Thomas a transformation. Once he sees Jesus, he's set. He knows what his mission is the rest of the life. The tradition says that he went to India. And like all the apostles except John, died a martyr's death. He was transformed. So I thought about this. Jesus says in there, blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. He's talking about us. Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. We're not going to see Jesus the way Thomas did, the way the apostles did. They saw him with their eyes in several occasions. Notice how the gospel writers underline the fact he's not a ghost. It's not a hallucination. They touched him. He was real. I think we do have transformations in our life, though, where maybe we don't see him the way they did, 
But something happens and we begin to see with the eyes of our soul. We begin to believe from our heart, from things that are happening to us, or we just have this sense that I feel him in my life. I think there's those kinds of transformations. I want to describe one of them to you. And with it, teach you a little prayer that I learned that I say every day too. I met this German priest, Father John Fullenbach. He taught in Rome for 30 years. This guy um, impressed me as soon as I met him. He came to do a retreat for our uh, deacons who were about to become priests. So I picked him up at Tampa International. Got his little bag over his shoulder. We're in the baggage claim. I said, you want to get your bag? He said, no, I got it right over here. I said, that, that's it for a week? He said, that's about all I own. This guy's living so simply. He's living the gospel. So he told us this when he was talking to the guys in one of the retreat talks. He said he would study the scriptures. And he was looking into the scriptures and saying, what is the core teaching of Jesus? He came up with three core teachings. Here's the way he told them to us. God's love is unconditional. God completely forgives us. And God is always near. He said, mostly you hear the core teachings in Jesus' stories, in the parables. So he said, in 1968, I started to do a morning creed. So the word creed means credo from Latin, I believe. Like we're going to say the Nicene Creed in a few moments. He says this little creed. It's very simple. It could last 30 seconds. It could be three minutes. So here's what he does every morning. He gets up. Lord, you love me unconditionally. What is that like? We don't love each other that way in our world. Our love is conditional. I'll love you if you love me. I'll love you as long as you don't hurt me. It's conditional. Maybe you have a grandmother or a mom where it comes close. Unconditionally. To feel that love. Then he thinks about forgiveness. You've completely forgiven me. And maybe one day he thinks of the prodigal son and the father out on the road waiting. You get the feeling he's out there every morning waiting for his son to come home, hoping. And then he sees him and he runs to him, kisses him. He's back in the family. So he thinks maybe about that or something else every day. And then the third one, you're ever near. You know, I think we need that one the most in our society today. There's so many people who feel so alone or so isolated or so alienated. And he will think to himself, Lord, you're right here. And if you're right here next to me, walking through the day, what is there I can't handle today? So that's his creed. Lord, you love me unconditionally. You have completely forgiven me. And you're ever near. So one day, he was given this talk, just what I'm saying now, to a group of sisters at a convent. And after he was done, one of the nuns came up and wanted to talk to him. So they went into a room to have some privacy. And she started complaining. She said, these kids today, 
You see, working in the school, they're hard. And their parents, the parents are worse. She went on and on. And father finally said to her, well, sister, why did you become a nun? I'm beginning to think about that too. <laughs> so, so he told her, why don't you start doing this creed? God loves you unconditionally. You are completely forgiven. And he's always with you. So the next morning, he's at the podium. Sisters are coming in. And this sister walks by him. Now my experience has been when somebody walks by you and they give you a sideways glance, you're not about to hear good news. <laughs> so she walks by and she says, I tried it. It didn't work. <laughs> he said, sister, you only tried it once. I think you should give this a little more time. So he left. He's telling us about this. Three years later, he gets a letter from the mother superior. And she's writing to him. He says, remember when you came to give us a retreat? There was one sister there, and he, he describes her. I don't know if you remember her. He said to us, how can I forget her? <laughs> and I, she said, you know what? After you left, it wasn't immediate. But we noticed that she began to change. After a while, we saw her smile. We hadn't seen her ever smile. And then she started, like, asking if she could help out more. Her real personality finally came out. And she was happy. And she was joyful. And I wanted to write to you because last week she died. And the words of your creed were on her lips before she died. God loves me unconditionally. Lord, you have completely forgiven me, and you are always with me. I just thought you should know that. When I heard that, I said, well, i got to start doing this creed myself. And I offer it to you. It's a simple little creed. Sometimes I have older priests who come up to me when I say this. They'll, they'll tell me their creed. It doesn't matter if it's exactly this one. But somehow every day to realize that he's alive. And then I think we begin to not just know he's alive, we begin to see that he's alive. And when that happens, everything gets affected. We pray, Lord, that you may lead us and guide us. Help us to see you with the eyes of our soul and our ears and our heart. We ask this all in your name. Jesus, our Lord and our God. Amen. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.